Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program where we provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. Each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home, how to find the right senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of senior care, and legal issues involving elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior-related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. You can also visit online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so let's jump into this first segment. And uh, I just want to talk about, I just want to talk to you from my heart about being an advocate. And what does that mean? That you're standing up for someone who needs your help. They need your support. They need your guidance. And they need you to represent them. They need you uh, many times to speak for them on their behalf. Uh, it's so important to become an advocate for your loved one. And there are just so many examples. I was reminded, uh, about, uh, this, uh, this, this past week working with, uh, some, some really great families and, and how much they've had to go to bat for their loved ones, their elderly loved ones and their family members. And that, that reminded me of my own story. My grandparents lived at home, uh, independently. They were 88 and 89 years old. And, uh, and they, they were definitely slowing down, but still living independently and doing a great job. And, uh, my grandma watched over my grandpa. He had uh, early dementia and she was his caregiver. And so one night she gets up in the middle of the night and goes to answer the phone and she fell because she's a little bit wobbly. It was in the middle of the night and everything. She fell backwards and hit the back of her head and neck on the wall on the way down. And unfortunately, she fractured her neck. Now, she wasn't paralyzed from that, and she did not die from that. But it was a major, major injury, as you uh, might imagine. And so uh, she she survived that, of course. But I'll tell you what, you know, when you get that phone call, my grandpa was dependent on my grandma. And now she was in big trouble uh, you know, trip to the ER, hospitalized, and all of a sudden, uh, 
you just you just click your fingers, you you blink your eyes, and all of a sudden, everything changes forever. And I know a lot of you listening to this program right now, you're shaking your head like, "Yep, that's that's right. That's that's how it happened with us." And uh, and it's it's very common to have a, a triggering event like that that just changes the trajectory of your life and of your family and uh, of, of your family tree. But anyway, my grandma went to well. First of all, we didn't live in town. We were, we lived out of town, so. I found a place for my grandpa to stay and just have you know great care, oversight, supervision. They cooked his meals for him and and you know, helped him take his showers and made sure he was uh, doing well and 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 well cared for. And they did a good job. And we needed to see how well my grandma would come out of this major major injury at the age of eighty eight. So she went into the uh, the hospital. They stabilized her there, and then she went to uh, an acute rehab hospital, and it was just right across the street uh, in the town that they lived in, and she received uh, rehab. And she was there for a long time. So, uh, and and you know, she had on the the hard collar uh, that that holds your neck. Just perfectly still and perfectly in alignment. And, um, uh, well, she hated that thing too. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was not comfortable and, and she was in pain and, and she, she couldn't relax. That thing kind of stretches your neck out and holds it perfectly still. So she couldn't, it, well, she couldn't, and it actually supports your jaw. So you can't just turn your head and look over and, and look at something or, talk to someone next to you, you have to turn like your whole upper torso or your entire body to, to look over. That was just, she was really irritated with the whole thing, very put out by that. And, and I would have been too, but I'll tell you what, and I visited my grandmother frequently in, in the acute rehab hospital she was at. And I went in one day and she was kind of, uh, and this makes me really upset by the way. She was kind of almost hiding under her covers and the room was kind of dark. And I'm like, Hey grandma, well, you know, what's going on? And she pointed almost in fear. She pointed to the door and I'm like, well, what's, what's, what's going on? What's, what's over there? And she goes, there's a man, there's a man hiding behind my door. And I'm like, well, first of all, there better not be, <laughs> you know, you know? And so I, I walked over there no one was there, but she kept pointing. She could see him. So I said, well, Grandma, there isn't anyone here. And I, I waved my arms in the space where he was supposed to be. And she kept pointing. He's right there. He's right there. And so I thought, it's, it's probably a shadow. So I turn on the lights in the room. I opened the blinds so the, the light came flooding into the room. And and no shadows anywhere. I, I Completely opened and closed the door. I said, see, Grandma, no one's here. And she kept kind of cowering, kind of almost hiding under her blanket. She goes, he's right there. And at that second, I, I knew what was going on. She was hallucinating. And I said, Grandma, how long have you seen this? I said, because I promise you no one's here, but you're you're seeing it. I, I think... Your medication might be causing you to hallucinate. And she goes, I swear I can see, I can see him right there. And I said, how long has this been going on? And she said, you know, a couple of days I've told some of the staff and they just keep on going. They haven't done anything about it. 
Oh, boy. Papa Bear's claws came out. And I was livid. Livid. So Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collected (laughs) here, I go running down the hallway to the nurse's station. And I was probably not the most professional. But I said, who's taking care of my grandma? And, uh, and I, and I found out I'm yelling at doctors and nurses on this deal. And, uh, and I said, is anyone paying attention to the sweet little white haired lady down in room, you know, blah, 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 who says that she can see a man in her room and she's cowering under her blankets in fear for the last, you know, two or three days. Is anyone paying attention to that? And I've absolutely, I'm basically yelling at this point. And I'm, you know, I'm slamming my hand down on the nurse's station there. And, and again, not professional, but I was ticked off because no one listened to my grandma when she reported this. It was clearly a hallucination, clearly. And I said, obviously, the high power medications that you have her on, one of them or multiple medications are causing hallucinations. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go through her med list and anything causing hallucinations, you need to get rid of it or you need to change it to a different medicine that can, that, that doesn't have that side effect. They did that and they said it's going to take a little while to take place. I came back the next morning and guess what? The man was gone. So that's just one example of be involved, uh, stay stay involved, be very aware of what's going on, be aware of the medicine that your loved one is taking and being prescribed. And if you see a problem, just jump into action and get that taken care of. Because guess what? My grandpa couldn't speak for her. He has dementia. He has his own issues. And, and, and he was in an assisted living community being cared for. Um, until my grandma could get better. And there was, and my dad passed away in 97. There's no one to speak for my grandma. And I stepped up and I took care of it. And so, uh, you know, the, the other issue very quickly, uh, when she was discharged from there and went to assisted living about a month later, I get a, I get a medication bill for over $5,000. She was on like one or two over the counter meds before all this happened. And she goes to the hospital and they throw on more medicine. She goes to the acute rehab uh, place and they throw on a whole bunch more medicine. Then she goes to her new home and assisted living and they added more medicine. $5,000 of medicine in one month. I never told her about that because I literally think she may have had a stroke if I would have told her that. So I call the assisted living place and I said, you contact her primary care physician. And if it doesn't kill her to take her off of that medicine, get rid of it. She doesn't feel well. This, this is, she's having uh, uh, issues caused by some of the medicine. And lo and behold, the next month she was down to a couple of thousand dollars, which is still a lot, but she needed that. And all of these issues that she was having directly related to the medicine, they all went away. Okay, so so that's just my story, but definitely don't forget, just advocate for your loved one. Absolutely important. All right, the Senior Care Live question of the week. When moving to a continuing care retirement community, you must enter the community at the following level. A, independent living. 
B, assisted living, C, long-term care, or D, any of the above? The answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super simple. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the Listen Live button, give it a few seconds to connect, and uh, you are in. It'll start streaming to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have, and it really is that simple. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. When moving to a continuing care retirement community, you must enter the community at the following level. Here are your options. A, independent living. B, assisted living, C, long-term care, or D, any of the above? And the answer is D, D, any of the above. And I'll tell you what, later on in the program, I'm going to break down the continuing care retirement community and all of the upfront models. And I'll... I'll explain it later, uh, then I don't want to take away from this next subject, but you want to stay tuned for that because if you're considering moving to a continuing care retirement community, you know, my services with senior care consulting, I always explain that as the most difficult community to choose simply because there are so many levels of care. There's so many options and there are just so many things to consider. Uh, to get that one right. So I'm going to come back to that in a later segment right now. Just want to put a cap on that, being an advocate for your loved one, even if they're of uh, of sound mind. And it, my grandma was sharp as a tack, but, you know, she was being bombarded with these hallucinogenic, as a side effect, uh, you know, hallucinating with some of these very powerful medications. And then no one was watching the medication bill, spending my grandma's money, $5,000 of medication. And literally, I, I never told her about it because she would have completely freaked out on that one. Seriously, it, it would have been, it would have been bad. Uh, so, uh, but, but, you know, once, and, and so she wasn't hungry. So then let's give her a $1,500 a month medicine to boost her appetite. And, uh, and then that one, uh, it didn't really work because a couple of the other medicines uh, also kind of diminished your appetite. So they could have given her $10,000 a month of that appetite boosting medication. It wouldn't have worked. Uh, and then some of these medicines were really, uh, contraindicated. No one was watching it, spending my grandmother's money. 
And so when I had her primary care physician take a look at the list of medications, he cut it down to a minimal amount. Now, she needed some because they discovered she had some issues that she uh, didn't know about and she needed to be treated for those. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, it, it was it was just she was grossly over-medicated. He cut her back and the bill got a lot better. And she, more importantly, she felt 100% better with fewer medicines. All right, so let's shift gears here. I wanted to talk about this last week and uh, just ran out of time. So I want to talk about, I talked a little bit about assisted living. I want to talk about the assisted living pricing models. So I describe assisted living as a little bit of the Wild West. If you recall in some of the previous episodes when I go over that level of care, assisted living is a level of care. And then the types of care available within assisted living would be general care, general everyday support. And memory care, that would be the other, you know, pretty uh, uh, pretty highly used uh type of care. So general care and memory care are the two main ones within that assisted living level of care. But the pricing models uh, are just really all over the board as well as how much support. Remember, some assisted living facilities are really on the lighter side of providing care. Some of them won't even help you with the bath. Some of them will not help with incontinence support. Well, if you need that, you're going to have to move to the nursing home level. We don't do that here. Uh, then some of them will bend over backwards to keep you out of having to move to a long-term care nursing home. They have served some of my clients thickened liquids who are recovering from a stroke and had swallowing challenges. And uh, some of them have provided uh, almost nursing home level of care and everything in between. So assisted living is not a standardized model and neither is the pricing models. So the most common one is a base plus a level of care charge. So let's say the base might be, you know, $3,800 or $4,200. The cost of assisted living is greatly impacted by two things. Number one, how much help you need. And then, of course, number two, the size of the apartment. So you generally have studio size apartments could be pretty small. You have one-bedroom apartments, and then some places have two-bedroom apartments, but it's usually studio and one-bedrooms. So you have that base charge that everyone gets charged, plus a level of care charge. So that level of care might go up you know, $600 for level one, $1,200 for level two, $1,800, $2,400, $3,000. That's actually you know, fairly common. It, it's, that's in the ballpark of a lot of these places. So the less care you need, then you're using less, fewer resources, and then you will pay less than someone who needs a tremendous amount of care using a lot more resources. So that's a pretty fair way to do it. Now, some places are going to an all-inclusive flat fee for service cost. Now, my, my clients love this one for budgeting purposes. There are no surprises at the end of the month. <laughs> you know, The cost is what it is every single month. So when you go in, you might be on the lighter side of care, but you're going to be paying you know, $5,800 or whatever the number is. And then as you live there and age in place, later on you're using a lot more resources. You require a lot more care, and 
you're still paying your $5,800. So it all evens out over your stay. By the way, the average stay in assisted living facility, 2.4 years. So that's how they kind of figure this. So you've got a flat fee for service model. Uh, the most common one is that base plus level of care. And then the one that I don't particularly care for, uh, there are a few places doing it. It's a base plus a la carte. You pay a base fee plus every glove, every cotton ball, every time they help you with anything, there's a small charge. So a lot of my clients have described that to me as it's you're guaranteed for a, a battle. <laughs> At the end of the, every month, you're going to get an invoice, and you're like, okay, well, what's on this thing this month? Well, what do you mean? Well, it's like $300 more. Well, you have to wade through all of these tiny little charges, and, and it almost sets up this adversarial point of contact or, or interaction at the end of every month when you get these bills with that a la carte. Uh, some places say, we want to only charge you for exactly what you use. Um, I, I like the other two pricing models better, but that is the third pricing model. So we have base plus level of care, a flat fee for service, and a base plus a la carte charges. So after the break, I'm going to talk about what a community fee is in an assisted living community and a whole lot more. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you ever miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with someone else or maybe you just want to go back and hear it again, no worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. You can just scroll through, find the one that you want, click the play button. Again, give that a few seconds to connect, and it'll stream to any of your electronic devices. And uh, uh, I'll tell you what, lots and lots of people do that each and every month. All right, so we had a review of the assisted living pricing models. Base plus level of care is uh, by far the most common. You might see three levels of care, maybe sometimes up to five different levels of care. By the, by the way, by the time you pay that base plus that highest level of care, you are basically at the maximum capability of that assisted living community. And at that point, if you usually at that point, they're going to start talking to you about relocating to the next higher level of care, which is, of course, long term cares, otherwise known as nursing home. And if you're not doing well and you want to move in day one at the highest level of care. That's usually not going to happen at any assisted living communities that I know of. They want you to move in when you're at, uh, when you're a little more independent, you know, doing a little, little better than that. 
And then that way you can stay there and be with them for a while and then kind of age into uh, their capabilities. And if you need a little more help later on, they might bump you to a level two or a three and then later on at level four and, and, and you can kind of grow into, uh, their, their max. They don't generally, uh, have, they don't, I don't know of any place that will let you walk in the front door level at their highest level and max them out. Cause guess what? You're not going to stay there very long. Then pretty soon they're going to have to say, Oh, you're going to have to move now to long-term care. We can no longer meet your needs. And they don't really want to do that. And trust me, you don't want to do that either. <laughs> so, uh, level, base plus level of care, flat fee for service. And then you've got base plus that a la carte. A very detailed billing. Um, some people kind of feel they're getting nickeled and dimed a little bit on some of this stuff, but that's uh, that's that's the third uh, type of uh, pricing model for assisted living. Now let's talk about community fees. What is a community fee? Well, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> I have to say I don't like them. I just I don't. There are a lot of places that don't charge a community fee. They don't feel that it's necessary. I think most of the time it probably is not necessary. Uh, but I, I'll t- <laughs> this was a long time ago when I first started out in 2002 uh, serving my very first clients with senior care consulting. And then 2003, working with some more clients, of course. And I am not, <laughs> I'm not making this up. I, I still, I'm just still floored by this. Walked into a place, really nice place. We were talking, uh, you know, with the, and, and the, the marketing person was out for training and she was a very sharp lady and, and she would have done a, a great job. But we got the, uh, the executive director, the administrator of this place. It was assisted living. And my client turned to him. We're all three in a, in a room and we had gone through the tour and I had asked all the questions and, and, uh, she said, Oh, by the way, sir. What is this marketing fee? It's $3,000 non-refundable one-time fee. Uh, excuse me, not a marketing fee, but a, a community fee. She said, what is the community fee? $3,000 one-time non-refundable. What is that and why do you charge it? And he said, well, why do we charge it? And he, I swear I am not exaggerating, not making it up. He looked at her and he goes, because we can. I, and I, I looked at him, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me <laughs> because we can't guess what? That's the wrong answer. <laughs> and uh, he didn't even try to cover it up. Uh, you know, and he said, well, you know, we, we've got to pay the commission for the salespeople. And, you know, we might use a little bit of it for some common area maintenance, you know, buy a new TV here or there or put in some carpet once in a while. Well, this was a pretty new place. So they didn't need carpet. They had TVs in all the places that they needed. All of the stuff was brand new. What are you really using it for? Was my kind of my thought. Uh, and, and, but he just said it all because we can. And she's like, Oh, well, all righty then. <laughs> and I'll never forget. And oh, by the way, my client chose that place, actually, you know, as as bad as because we can is she actually chose the place and they did a great job. They cared for her mother and it all worked out wonderfully. But um, that just really floored me. (laughs) And the marketing director, she was a very nice, really sharp lady. 
she calls me the next week. Hey, how did it go? And you know, sorry, I wasn't here. So sorry I missed you. Uh, but, you know, was, was the, the tour OK and everything? I told her that story and I thought she was all, I thought she almost passed out. And and, um, and she's like, oh, my goodness, sweet mother of Mary. I, she said that like three or four times. <laughs> she goes, he did not say that. Oh, my goodness. I am so sorry. She was just mortified. Uh, but, uh, the, the community fee, you'll, you'll hear stories about how it goes for common area maintenance and everyone chips in so we can upgrade the carpet now and then. And, and that falls a little short when you see that the carpet is brand new or the carpet has been there for 20 years and is really gross and needs to be, should have been replaced 15 years ago. Um, so I, I'm, that's just what they say. I'm sure part of it goes for a commission. Uh, I just, I don't know. I guess call me old fashioned. I'm, I think you should be very transparent. This is what it's for. And then no one would have a problem with it. Just say what it's for instead of just calling it this generic community fee. I don't like them. Uh, but I, I would say way more, more often than not assisted living communities, they do charge and it could be anywhere from 500 to a thousand dollars all the way up to about three thousand dollars somebody the other day they were charging I want to say four or five thousand dollars and I said for a community fee yep that's right so they're they're kind of raising the bar it's been three thousand kind of as a cap for probably at least probably 10 to 15 years so they're raising the bar I hope the rest of the market does not follow them. So anyway, that's uh, that's the community feed. Don't be caught off guard by that. And guess what? There are some great places, and I mean great places. And guess what? They're at the, at the assisted living level. Guess what their community fee is? Zero. Nada. They don't charge a community fee. I I just think it's unnecessary. That's just my personal opinion. I get along with everyone. Uh, when I'm working with our senior care consulting clients, I let them know this is the cost uh, range per month, and there's a $3,000, $2,000, $1,500, $1, $500 community fee. And I always try to explain what that is, but I, I also defer to the, the person giving us the tour, and then they can explain it. But... Um, Pretty much expect from most places at the assisted living level, you can pretty much expect to uh, be charged a community fee. All right. So I want to shift gears now to the continuing care retirement community. I spoke with a wonderful, wonderful lady this last week, and she was kind of interchanging some terminology to a you know retirement center and um, long-term care and assisted living. I think she had a pretty good idea of what independent living was and knew that this lady she was helping, she knew that she was beyond that and needed more help than that. But it made me uh, think that I think I should review what a continuing care retirement community is so that uh, if you hear the the abbreviation or acronym CCRC, that is what 
stands for, excuse me, a, a Continuing Care Retirement Community, CCRC. The whole concept of the CCRC is that you're living at home and uh, you want to you want to downsize and you want to just you want to improve your life and just have fewer uh, home ownership obligations you don't have to you don't want to worry about leaves in the gutter and sump pumps and mowing the lawn and the roofs you know all that stuff you sell your home and you move into independent living at a continuing care retirement community and then the whole concept in is to age in place if you need more help later you can very easily transition to the assisted living level of care. And then if you need more help than that later on, then you can smoothly transition to the long-term care, also known as the nursing home level of care, and never change your address or never leave that organization. So what they're selling is peace of mind, knowing that once you move here, we've got you, we've got you covered truly through the end of your life. We have all of the different levels of care. We have all the support you would ever need. And so you, there's a tremendous peace of mind in moving to a CCRC. I'm going to break down the entrance fees and the other models of CCRCs right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, one 800 I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. It's one 800 Three three one six four four five one eight hundred three three one six four four five. All right, back to the uh, continuing care retirement community. So there are oh gosh, should have counted that up before I came in. Like twenty three, twenty four different CCRCs in the Kansas City metro area. So we've got a lot to choose from here. A lot of people are a lot to choose from here in our area. A lot of people are very surprised that there are that many. And uh, you know, some of them do a lot of advertising. Some don't do any advertising. They don't really need to. They're full all the time. But um, again, the concept is ideally you're doing well, you're you know, relatively well. You sell your home. You move into independent living. When you need more help, you transition to assisted living. When you need more help than that, you transition to long-term care, and uh, and they've got you. They've got they've got you the whole way. They've got you covered. Now the senior care live question of the week: Which level do you have to enter when you when you move to a CCRC? And I said assisted living independent living, long-term care, or any of the above? And the, and the right answer is any of the above. You can move straight in. If you're 
from outside of the community, you can move straight into assisted living, assuming they have apartment availability. You can move straight into assisted living or straight into long-term care uh, and, and skip the previous steps. But ideally, the concept is to begin at independent living and age in place. All right, so what about these entrance fees, Steve? I've heard all of these stories of these big checks. Well, uh, it's a it's a real thing, an entrance fee. Most of these places have some type of an entrance fee type of a model. So that's where you're writing a check up front upon entrance of around $150,000, around $150,000 up to over $600,000. Now that is heavily dependent on the size of the apartment, or you might be moving into a, a duplex or a fourplex. You might be moving into a freestanding home or a villa. So lots of variables there. And, of course, the larger the space, then the larger the entrance fee. So the entrance fee is a big check up front. That locks you into, you know, we will care for you for your entire life and age and place. When you pass away or if you choose to move, we will, and usually most people don't choose to move. They move in and they age in place. Upon your death, we will refund or return 90% of your entrance fee. We'll return that to your estate. Or 80% of that upfront entrance fee is returned to your estate. 70%, and then I've seen some 50% contracts. So if you write a check for $300,000, and you're getting, you know, 50% back. Uh, obviously, your estate would be uh, re- refunded or returned 150,000. So, the less returned, the lower your rent. So, if they're going to keep $150,000 on that on that 50%, excuse me, I, I need to, I need to. That it's the inverse. So, if if you get 90% back, they're only keeping 10%. Your rent's going to be higher. If uh, if you get 80% back and they keep 20%, then your rent is going to be a little bit lower because they kept more of your money and so on and so forth. That is a very common model here in the uh, KC metro area. Well, what about these life care contracts, Steve, where they... They promise to uh, care for you for life, and there is no refund. All right, that's a that's a different model, and it's all about the dollars, and it's all about the pricing. A life care contract says that you know if you write someone a check for you know two or three hundred thousand dollars, whatever the number is, then I'll use one place for example it, that's uh, uh, very popular, and a lot of people like this this model. per month goes from your account to their account. So over 50 months, your account goes down by 2% uh, per month, and their account goes up by 2% per month. And then after 50 months, there is no refund. There are no dollars to return. So the big question is, what do you get 
What do you get for that? Because, that, I mean, that that's a lot of money. I just handed you a lot of money over 50 months. Well, here's what you get for that. Let's say you're in independent living. I'll just use nice, easy, round numbers, and you pay 3000 a month for your independent living apartment. Then when you age in place and you move to assisted living, instead of spending $6,000 a month for assisted living, you're locked in at that independent living rate at 3000 So all of a sudden now you're $3,000 a month below market rate, and you know, now you're making some of that money back. If you move to long-term care that normally charges $9,000 a month, you're only paying $3,000 a month. Now you're ahead of the game by $6,000 a month. So they lock in your rate at that first rate, which is the lowest rate available, which is the independent living level. And you pay that for your entire stay. Now, if you're younger and in relatively good health, I think that's that could be a really good financial opportunity for you. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you just became an insurance company. Well, Steve, what do you mean by that? You just became an insurance company because the longer you're alive, the better the deal is for you, the worse it is for them. But what if you pass away in the 52nd month? Boy, that was an expensive stay because you don't have any opportunity to get any of that money back and you just had all of that at risk. So I think for some people that's a really interesting concept and for others I don't think it's a very good deal at all. And then guess what? Some places say we don't mess with any of that stuff. We're a monthly, month-to-month rental. You you move in, none of these uh, six-figure fees, you just move in. And you can pay the monthly rental and independent living. And then when you transition to assisted, you'll just pay whatever the charge is. So you just pay as you go and you pay what, pay for what you use. A lot of people love that idea. If you are in the market for a continuing care retirement community, we can definitely help you at Senior Care Consulting. We can help you walk through all the options and choose the best fit for you. 913-945-2800. Choosing a CCRC is definitely the most complex of all of the choices that you can possibly uh, uh, have out there because there are just so many moving parts. you got to get that right. If you choose the wrong one, it could cost you six figures. It's just a fact. So if you need help evaluating the market and choosing the right one for you, 913-945-2800. 2800. Give me a call. I'll offer you a free consultation. We can definitely help you out. All right. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.